This is a HeadGum Podcast. Before we start today's episode, I want to talk to you guys about an exciting sponsor we have called Plant People. Now, have you been hearing about functional mushrooms? I bet you have. Adaptogenics, adaptogens. It's in everything lately. A lot of people are getting into them. A lot of celebrities and gurus are talking about them. Um, hell, podcasters are talking about them. It's happening right now as we speak, guys. The very thing that I was referencing is actually happening now. I'm into them. I wanted to try them. I did a little bit of research, and uh, I found that uh, a company that I wanted to use wasn't plant people, unfortunately. I wanted to get on some reishi mushrooms. I liked what they did. So I get these. Uh, I get. I get in touch with this company. They send me an envelope with some what looked to me like pot potting soil, dirt powder. I guess it was supposedly the dried reishi, and um, some confusing instructions on how to take them and when to take them and how much. I tried it. <laughs> it didn't taste good. I always felt like I was doing something wrong. I, I felt like I was. Am I getting the right amount? A lot of this is dust. Some of it just uh, gets, you know, pushed into the air like a dirt cloud. Should I be inhaling that? Hell, should I snort it? I didn't know what the hell to do. It was confusing. That's why when plant people said, hey, Big Rye, we got you covered. Try these. And they sent over some Wonder Day mushroom gummies. I was over the moon. Because let me tell you guys, these Wonder Day mushroom gummies are the world's first mushroom multi that combines the power of 10 research-backed adaptogenic mushrooms, including lion's mane chaga and the aforementioned reishi, the one that I wanted to get into. Uh, here's the kicker. It's in a, they're all, all that stuff, all that good stuff is put together into a pre-dosed gummy that tastes delicious. I could barely eat the, pers- the, the recommended two a day. <laughs> I wanted to eat more. I loved it. I love the taste of it, but I also love the fact that it was pre-dosed. I didn't have to guess. They were doing the research and the work for me. I love this company. It's a cool company. Started by two friends in 2017. Plant People creates doctor-formulated, regenerative, organic plant and mushroom supplements for mood, memory, stress, sleep, and more. They're proudly B Corp certified, climate neutral certified, and they plant a tree for every product sold. So they're doing exciting stuff from a supplement standpoint and also exciting stuff for the environment, getting those trees planted. Uh, I mentioned that their, their Wonder Day mushroom multis uh, have 10 different mushrooms in there. Uh, they're all research-backed. They've been used for centuries to help people achieve homeostasis or mind-body balance. Uh, some of the stuff that's in these, uh, in these multis you guys are going to like. They got lion's mane and chaga. Um, it's been used to support mood for centuries. Uh, you can reduce stress and find calm with chaga and reishi. Ah, reishi, sound familiar? They contain powerful adaptogens that mo- uh, modulate cortisol levels. Very important. Uh, I was looking into reishi for my gut health. You can uh, nourish your gut microbiome with turkey tail and reishi. Uh, both provide healthy support for your gut flora. Also, the Wonder Day gummies are 100% vegan and made from USA cultivated functional mushrooms from family farms of exceptional quality. And you should know, all of Plant People's products are third-party lab-tested for purity, DNA verification, active compounds, heavy metals, pesticides, 
and microbial activity. Happiness is 100% guaranteed. Either you love them or you get your money back. So you got to go to wonderday.plantpeople.co slash dumbbells to get 15% off your first order with code dumbbells. That's W-O-N-D-E-R-D-A-Y dot P-L-A-N-T-P-E-O-P-L-E dot C-O slash D-U-M-B-B-E-L-L-S. Love feeling wonderful or your money back. And now, enjoy the episode. This is the Dumbbells of Personal Fitness Podcast, where we, I'm Eugene Cordero. And me, I'm Ryan Stanger. Have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. This is solely based on our own working experience, a little bit of bro science. Please keep in mind, we're not doctors. Never claim to be, no. Just Just a a couple of dumbbells. That's right. Love ourselves some fitness. Mm -hmm. Want to help help you you with yours. I forgot what I'm supposed to do. That's and the help okay. can start right now. Now. No, we can <laughs> say anything and everything at the same time at this point. At this point. At this point, we're like, um, is this this is two fifty. This is two fifty. Yeah. 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 Officially two five oh. Officially two five oh. Officially I don't know. Well, I guess unofficially because I don't know the official date of us starting, but um officially close to five years. Five years. Yeah. That's bonkers. Hopefully we've been helping people. You know what? It, it's so funny though. I um, still hear people randomly when I run into people that are like, hey, I've been listening to Dumbbells for a long time and either doing this or that, or I've been yeah. you know, working out since January. It's been a solid you know, six yeah. months or eight months, or it's been like two years that I've been listening. I listen to you guys at the gym so that I don't feel so silly you know, in the weight room. Yeah. Because uh, I'm listening to something goofy and I know that you guys are into it, but not taking it so seriously that I should be serious here. And I'm like, that's so yeah. awesome. And how often I hear that as their reason, I'm like, sweet, let's keep yes. it goofy then a little bit because it's like, you know, it's, it's silly sometimes the amount that I'm looking in the mirror for that hour. It is, and and working out is fucking weird anyway. It's just yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, to have the time, the disposable time just to go, you know, lift heavy things. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but also knowing that ultimately it's to help your, yeah, yeah. you know, to, to increase your health, make you look better, make, make you feel better, and, uh, you know. Well, and, yeah, and I mean, we, we inherited these bodies, these, um, these meat, these meat lockers. Yeah. Yeah. Meat lockers, were, meat suits, were, meat, meat suits. suits, whatever we're in. Um, and they used to have to do a lot more for us. Sure. And they're still kind of are, are hardwired that way a little bit. So you kind of have to, to fake it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You had yeah. to, you had to go, uh, you know, um, hunt and. And yeah, walk around. Basically, we just walk walked around. around and looked for food all day. I mean, walked around to... all day. You yeah. walked around all day long. Yeah, man. Looking for food. So we're still kind. Of, I mean, look at this is bro science at its finest for sure. But yeah, I mean, we're yeah. still kind of like, um, you know, those these uh, these meat popsicles that we are. Sure. Uh, mm, uh, yeah, yeah. No, that's about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, Our skeletons uh, are the sticks. Yeah. So that, you know, that's, 
that's what you got to do to keep us keep yourself healthy. I guess is just mm-hmm. like fake it somehow, and, yeah. and it is goofy sometimes if you get if you screw down on it too much, and so being able to laugh about it or have somebody else laugh with you and acknowledge that and you know not take it too seriously but at the same time show up and be consistent show up be consistent feel good about yourself feel good about where you are um impress your doctors that kind of stuff yeah dude got to impress your docs you got to impress the real docs out there i got a great real doc dr susan baker um she's my rheumatologist i meet with her for everything but i got with her because of my rheumatoid arthritis she's like Mm -hmm. a genius and really helped me with that but she's just so smart. She, I think she's probably younger than me. Sure. She, she looks a lot younger. And I, I would just always tell her, like, her parents must be so proud of her. <laughs> and she's like, I don't know what to say to that. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> but I was just thinking about it, like, wow, what a, you know, if you have a kid, you just hope that she's like Dr. Susan yeah. Baker, I guess. Yeah. What is your um, arthritis effect? As far as your um, everyday life and as far as your like lifting stuff. Oh, so right now I would say it manifests itself for people that don't know or haven't heard me talk about it before. Rheumatoid arthritis is an autoimmune disease. It's widespread. So it affects all your joints somewhat symmetrically. So it's not, it's not like um, osteoarthritis where it's from wear and tear, you know, from like you know, running a lot. So you get like tendon or arthritis in your knees or your, those joints that are load bearing for that. Um, when it's autoimmune, uh, in the case of rheumatoid arthritis, it is, it affects all your joints and basically your immune system's just attacking your joint lining for some reason. Um, all at once in various places. Yeah. And so mine, uh, since I've been on different kinds of treatment, the only place I really still feel it, I because when I first started getting it, like I noticed both my wrists would blow up, like I sprained both my wrists. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> like, how on earth did I? It all felt like sports injuries to me. I was like, man, I must have sprained both my wrists at exactly the same time. It would where, be all- where in your <laughs> wrists, like would it, you'd feel it here? Or would you feel it on the back of the hand? No, just like like I like sprained them both, you know? And so they were just swollen up and, and sore, you know? And like, Mm -hmm. I couldn't even flex them into like a, you know, like to hold weights or anything. Sure. And then my hands, you know, my knuckles and all my hands would swell up like marshmallows. Like I looked like uh, marshmallow hands or like, I was like the number one sign, you know, like those things. Yeah. 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 And then, so I kept thinking that they were, so you started going to more games and going to more games right away. Your hand up, paint them with whatever the team color was. (laughs) And you know, but there's only so many games to make sure that makes sense. And eventually I was like, shit, I can't, you know, people were like, Oh man, he's the number one fan of every team. (laughs) Yeah. Guys in Fresno rooting the bulldogs on. And now he's (laughs) back in Oakland screaming for the A's, whether it's college football or major league baseball. Um, but, uh, so I, um, at a certain point I was like, I got to see somebody cause this is not, these are not injuries. This is something that's going on from a systemic standpoint. So I saw her, because uh, it would d- happen just randomly, right? Sorry. Yeah, it was completely unrelated to any injury. There was no mechanism of injury and the fact that it was symmetrical, you know, both sides. Yeah. I couldn't even think like, oh, maybe I injured myself and didn't know it. Um, at a certain point, that that was not, couldn't be likely, you know, or wasn't yeah. likely, couldn't be possible. And so that's when I started kind of researching things. And then I, I saw, oh, I need to see a connective tissue specialist. And I saw her, Susan Baker, who's a rheumatologist, and then she was able to diagnose it right away. You know, she knew it just by looking at me, but she ran some tests and stuff. 
<clears throat> and then uh, I took some medicine and, you know, the, the kind of first line response for uh, these autoimmune diseases, they try to figure out a way they can slow down your immune system. And so once we started doing that, then it, it subsided a lot. I got mm-hmm. a lot of relief. And so to answer your question, the only places I'm really feeling it now are in my right foot still. Um, weirdly enough, that's why I limp. I limp uh, pre- pretty much all the time now. It's always because I got like, it's like a kind of a perma sprained ankle on that right foot. And some, t- some days more than others, but and if I'm sitting for a while, you know, maybe it'll be a little stiff and sore. And then it, once mm. I get loosed up, it's fine. Loosened up. It's fine. And, and then, then my I, right shoulder. Oh, really? And it gets yeah. inflamed. Yeah. I, I, for, for a while, like, cause the, the problem with the treatment that they use for it, these biologics I take, which are like Humera and, uh, you know, you've seen them on TV, Humera and Simsia and all these different things. Sure. Um, is that they'll eventually lose their efficacy. So they just stop working. They work for a while mm-hmm. and then they just stop. You know, I think your immune system just kind of figures out a way around them. Yeah. And then so then working the, with it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then you get the inflammation back. And so when that was happening and we were trying to find one that would work again, uh, my shoulder would just fucking blow up. And Oof. so I, I would have to get it, the fluid drawn out of it. So you got to go wow. in and have somebody, you know, yank a bunch of that juice out Oof. and then shoot it up with some, you know, some local steroids, um, you know, wow. cortisone or that kind of stuff. And you get a little relief. The problem is, is that the, it doesn't stop the problem. It just kind of like masks it a little bit. How, so, long, how long would it stay when you would do it untreated? How long was it like, how long did you have the wrist thing that you were like, this could be something real? It's, it's semi-permanent. Like it never really yeah. goes away. You don't, you would, cause I would arrest it. I just assumed that it was an injury. And so I'd kind of yeah. rest it and it would just stay there and it wouldn't it go did, down at all. Wouldn't go down. Didn't matter how, if I used it or if I didn't. So that's why I just started kind of pushing through the discomfort because I was yeah. like, well, it doesn't matter. Like I can't, I can't yeah. rest and get this thing better. And then I would notice that it would kind of, um, ebb and flow a little bit. And so Mm -hmm. you get what they're called flare ups. And so something can kind of like flare it up and it would get really bad. And then you can kind of get it to calm down a little bit. And that just maybe is the natural cycle of things Ah. to where it wasn't always a level 10 for me, but you know, creep up there and then back down again, just kind of naturally. But Mm -hmm. the the good thing is if you get it like years ago, when you would get this rheumatoid arthritis, it was, you're in a wheelchair. Like you just couldn't, there was nothing they could do. Or you would use the, um, the prednisone, which is a, uh, like a real powerful steroid, you know, not anabolic, but, and that would, that would help with your inflammation. Uh, but it had horrible side effects, horrible, horrible. That's your face would puff up like crazy. Like you get what's called moon face from it. And it would cause, um, you know, issues with blood pressure and thin skin. And, um, you know, people would ultimately like die from having to use that so much, but it was the only thing that could knock the swelling down. Um, so now they have these biologics, which there's still some funky side effects with these. I'm, I'm pretty fortunate. They don't affect me bad, but, uh, but they, all they do is they just kind of quietly dampen your immune system down. You know, you're just a little more susceptible to infection. Yeah. Know, that kind of shit. But, but you can, you know, lead like a really active lifestyle and do what you want to do. They're just crazy expensive. So you have to be a part of the insurance system. You're right. So that you can get, so you could see like, oh, the $48,000 or whatever this is supposed to cost is somehow costing yeah. me, you know. 
44,000. I have to pay a little bit, but not, you know, yeah. the full amount. So, so I'm like fortunate that I have access to this medical. Otherwise I'd be screwed, you know? Sure. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I have, um, you know, like I have wrist issues and they get swelled. They, they swell up bad. My left, my left, um, wrist oh. will swell up real bad. Um, and it'll be the back of my hand and it'll swell up on the back here and I could feel it right here around my wrist. Like I could feel where it, like the, the edema is the juice. Yeah. And, and where it's the most painful and it's usually from flexing it. You oh, know? Okay. And it would happen either if I fall asleep with my, you know, my hand underneath yeah. my face or, um, or like burpees. Burpees do it almost every time. Oh yeah. Yeah. So now it's just like one of those things where I can't just throw my body down to the yeah. ground. I just have to like kind of get into a plank position. You know, I yeah. can, I can do the other side, you know, of popping back up and doing that. But like getting into that position, is just like, I walk it out and then I, it, you know, yeah, I, it, but it, you know, it's still doing what it's supposed to do. But I, you know, that's also why I'm spending 15, 20 minutes Warm you know, up before now. I war, you know, before I work out to warm up, and I'm just like, oh, if I'm doing any burpees today, I got to do those like wrist exercises where you like, you know, face them in and then go back and forth and, yeah, and backwards and oh uh, yeah, all of all that, that kind of shit. stuff. I mean, I should be actually doing it every day because you know it it really does. It's like a good two or three days where I'm just like, I got to make sure that I'm taking like you know, um. Aleve and all of that stuff to just kind of bring it down and ice it and stuff. But they, it's just the wrists and it's specific to doing that kind it of. It is. Yeah. yeah like okay. I, I, I can start to feel it after I'm doing it and I'm like, oh, I got to attack this now. Yeah. And then it's just like when I have just wrapped it in ice and like, you know, elevated it above my heart and did all that kind of stuff. It would, you know, still last a day or two. Right. But it wouldn't get to the point. Like there was some times where I couldn't sleep because I could just feel it kind of throbbing. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, that also feels like old age arthritis yeah. things too, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. It sucks. You're like, oh man, I, I just wish I could, you know, fall on the ground and hit these burpees like yeah, the old days. Yeah. You know, and, or, and especially when I start getting real tired in the workout, I'm like, I, I feel myself like going, ah, oh, I can drop down a little bit easier. I'm like, no, no, you're, you're being yeah. silly. Yeah. Yeah. Take so, your time. What is this? Cry, cry macho. <laughs> what is this? Cry macho? <laughs> 85 <laughs> making the Euro another movie. You know what? I, I think he's 90, dude. Yeah. <laughs> It's like 92 or something. You know, I'm, I hate to be this guy, but I was really hoping that I was in the last one. He starred and directed it. <laughs> you should have been. I, I mean, was, really. I was really proud of that kind of on the resume that it was the last run. And then freaking cry macho comes out where it sounds like a fake movie. It does. And from what I've heard, he it is. Yeah. yeah. He should have, he should have thrown in the towel. Sure. Sure. Um, Cry I, and I'm not saying that the mule was like, you know, um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I don't know. I don't know the what mule's I'm saying. A bl- the mule's a but blast. It's a fun movie. Yeah. yeah. And, and he was great. He was great. Um, he was great directing it and all that stuff. So I, I just don't know how he did it at 90. Yeah, man. God, I mean, think it, let's take a moment here. You yeah. Were in a, you were in a Clint Eastwood movie that he directed, man. That's, I know. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's it's, awesome. cr- it's crazy. It's <laughs> crazy. Um, yeah, wow. 
it's it's um kind of bonkers it's crazy that uh yeah when we started this pod that i was like what just like was i getting ready to do kong or i had just come back from it i think i had just come Ooh, back from it good question yeah uh, it seems like you just come back from it i just come I, back from shooting it and it hadn't come out yet when we started recording yeah um but yeah, yeah. you hadn't come out yet because i remember going to see it with you yeah i'm um, in yeah. a big group that was really fun right uh back at the old arc light when it was back open. at the old arc light when it was <laughs> so much has changed jeez um but yeah uh i mean even that kind of um injury prone stuff i'm just like trying extra hard to like constantly stay stretched and stay you know on top of my own thing yeah so here's i would say here's the um here's the positive in all this uh for some of our younger folks out there listening we're active youngsters. We're youngish, but getting up there a touch. Uh, and and it's you're fine. You'll be guys. You're, you're going to be fine. There's always something you can do. There's always a workaround. You you know you just you figure it out and you just keep adapting. And uh, we had a question maybe two episodes ago that kind of fell in line with this, where this this guy who wasn't that old um, was asking us about you know what to do, and it was like I think that we ultimately settled on you know, being able to adapt that way you're fine. I mean, you just, your workouts change, your goals can stay the same, but your, how you get there from a workout standpoint just needs to adjust. And as long as you're open to that, you'll be fine. Um, but yeah. Uh, so wait, uh, do we have that actual question or are you just saying that there was a question? We that answered was, it. We answered yeah. it. Do you want to hear it again? No, 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 no. Um, but yeah, you know, the, the funny thing about, yeah, I, just talking the young, the old, the whatever, like, you know, soap um, operas, soap operas, um, just feeling like, um, you're past your prime or like, you know, there's, there's, uh, that you're starting into it late or that, you know, now that you get your momentum that you're going to lose it or not be able to sustain it because you're, you feel like you're getting up there quicker than not. But, you know, uh, I mean, I feel like I I like I hit my my best or my peak. I mean, you know, I, I still feel like I'm at a good place and um, consistently happy with the results that I get. Um, but I ultimately feel like I was I was active ish, but I wasn't an athlete growing up. So I think mm -hmm. I definitely got into the fitness mentality, the athletic mentality late in life. Or, um, or committed to it. I think I got into it when I was really young, but I don't think I committed to it until I was a full ass adult, you know? Um, yeah, cool. and, and I think that that's like important for people to just go like, you know, it doesn't matter when, just as long as it's happening, you yeah. know? Um, and, and you feel, um, like it is a positive move in your life. I think that's, I think that's the thing that like, you know, I, the uh, excuses that you give yourself to like kind of, you know, um, miss a day or do this or, or not really commit is um, you're not giving your body the chance uh, and the ability to be what it is, you know? Um, and, uh, and, and I think that there's just like, I, I don't know. I think that there's just people out there that um, are looking for the excuse because they're just scared to, start something new and they know that it's a long road or if not they're a lifestyle change, 
And a lifestyle change is a hard thing to admit you need. Yeah. I mean, if the right time to start, you know, if you know it's going to be hard, can be daunting. And then you end up procrastinating. Sure. Because it's just like, I'm going to do this. I just know that it's going to be a whole fucking thing. Yeah. So I don't even want to start yet. I mean, it's, and you I know, think the, it's, the, it's, the uh, lesson is always just start. Even yeah. if you, even if you fall start a few times, who cares? At least sure. you're going towards it. I mean, it's, but, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's new year's resolutions shit. You know, it's like yeah, it's yeah, yeah. January 1st, I'm going to do what, you know, and you're saying that mid November because you feel like the next couple of weeks are going to be bonkers. Yeah. But it's like a couple getting a pie on board. You get yeah. A but gravy. it's like, okay, well then why don't you work out and then still get that pie on. And yeah. know that you're like, you know, on your way. Yeah, that's that's been the um, the biggest breakthrough always. And I've said it a bunch on the show. I'm like a broken, mm-hmm. I'm like a broken MP3. Sure. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah skipping something. MP3. Uh, a sk- uh, I don't know. That's a CD <laughs> yeah. even. A skip. Yeah, it is. Um, I went backwards. But the major breakthrough I had as an older guy is this like, man, whatever, just keep, just keep going. Like whatever it is. So you're going to miss a workout. Then you, then make sure you keep up with your eating. Yeah. You're going to keep up with your eating or you're going to fuck up on your eating. Then don't miss the workout or you don't feel like working out. We'll just do something. Touch your toes for 10 minutes, whatever it is. If you if you fuck up with your, your, um, your, nutrition and you fuck up and don't work out that day, then like, you know, make sure that you're focused on it regularly going yeah, forward. Start the, start the next day. You're, yeah. you're okay. But it's always that like, uh, if I, if, if it ain't a big thing, if it ain't all of it, then it's, then it's yeah. none of it. And it's always like, take the small percentage of something as opposed to a hundred percent of nothing. Always, sure. Every yeah. time. Yeah. Then you'll, cause I, I'm thinking about, you know, as talking about your prime or your goals or what you want to do and what you want to accomplish and where you're at your best. I I feel like from, from a consistency standpoint now it's, I've never been more consistent. I can just show up all the time. It's not always the best, but I can just always show up because I've taken, I've completely removed all the pressure from myself as to what it has to be. Yeah. Doesn't have to be two hours. It doesn't have to be three hours. It doesn't have to be a 10 you know, it can be a one yeah, <laughs> and that's fine. And it counts. Yeah. And then, you know, and then, uh, you know, for it's usually almost always more than that. Yeah. And, um, but just having the mentality that it's okay if it is that yes. gets me, gets me in there every time. And, and to be honest, I'm still struggling with that mentality of it's okay to be a one. Like I still, you know, when I'm, if I, if I finished whatever I was working my workout for the day, and I'm like, Shh, man, that that wasn't what it was supposed to be, you know. I, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't like chalk it up as a loss, but I it, it does take me a little while to, you know, get myself in the right mindset that that whatever it was was okay. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, and and that's also that kind of mentality of like, man, I used to do more than this or this, and like, uh, you know, um, or it'd be a situation where I'm. I know that my workout was probably, let's say, a four. And then that evening, I didn't realize that we're going to go out to dinner and then my meal is going to be a fucking hundred and eight. You know what I mean? So then you're just like, oh, that we're going to Fuddruckers. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That pretty good workout, you know, is is, you know, for the day. But 
At the same time, again, this is just like things that we have to tell ourselves that we tell you, I'm sure, um, out there, the bell babies out there for the 250 episodes we've had is it's not one for one. No. It's not like my workout today doesn't mean that I can, you know, eat shit. Like a great workout today doesn't mean I can eat shitty tonight. It's consistent nutrition, consistent working out. It's not one for one on the day that you're doing it. You're not, you're not, you're not working out. Um, and, and, um, you're not eating paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. You know, it's good. Yeah. And at the same time, you know, don't, don't have a freak out if you uh, if you dish just did calf raises and it's a waffle fry night that you didn't know about. <laughs> We're doing waffle fries. I just did calf raises. Ah oh, shit! I my, done s- my whole forty five minutes of working out was calf raises. <laughs> yeah. It was calf raise day. I didn't realize that today was also waffle fry day. Yeah, we're doing a basket of waffle fries for the table. Wait, we're going. Fuck! Wait, we're going breakfast for dinner and waffle fries. So we're having waffles and waffle fries. Oh no! Oh no! Waffle cones. Come on! <laughs> I would have done squats. <laughs> <laughs> Where is it? I want to go to this place. House of yeah. waffles. House of waffles. I guess. Yeah. Um, the grid. Call it the grid. That's great. There you I would go. go there. Yeah, everything waffle related. Everything waffle related. Uh, hair done, nail done, everything waffle, waffle related. Waffle related. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rolls right off the tongue. Let's Rolls do right, it. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> the, the new joint venture by Stanger and Cordero is <laughs> the grid. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I, I bet it would be a hit. Uh, it would smell good. It smelled delicious in there. Waffles are aromatic. Yeah. Uh, maybe but, the I mean best- it's but it's a, but it's a machine you'd get at home that only does one thing. Yeah, yeah, you know that's it. Yeah, it's a lot of space and a, a lot, lot of space cleanup, especially your the things dribbling down the side. It's dribbling. You have one that like flips. Yeah, you, you got know. it. It has to flip in order for it to be. <laughs> yeah, legit, you know, legit, right? Yeah. Because if not, how does it puff up on the other side? It doesn't. It's, it, they claim that it's equal, but it's not. No, you, not even. You need close. that. You need gravity. Come on, gravity. Come on, gravity does it. Uh, or you're overfilling it, and then you're just squashing. You know. Yeah. You got yourself a panini press, there, son. Part of that healthy lifestyle is balance. You should be exercising. You should be watching what you eat, but you also should be relaxing and having fun sometimes too. And sometimes the best way to unwind is with. Premium luxury spirits, wine, or champagne. You got to celebrate with champagne. It's part of living a good life and being happy is celebrating. And why not treat yourself to the absolute best? Go to reservebar.com and you'll find it because they have everything. Anything you can think of, all your favorite brands, anything you wanted to try, anything you heard about, The Rock, you want to try The Rock's tequila, you want to try, you know, P. Diddy's vodka, whatever it is, Reserve Bar has got it and you can go there. I hope someday to reach the level of celebrity that I can endorse my own spirit and have it on reservebar.com. Really cool thing about it is uh, th- it's a great way to give a gift. You can send it to anybody. Uh, somebody just accomplished something great in their life, you can send them a beautiful bottle of champagne, you can get it engraved make it personalized. It's classy. That's the classy move. I want to start doing it for the dumbbells. People guess on the dumbbells, 
Get yourself a beautiful bottle of uh, Cristal Champagne from the Dumbbells, engraved with the Dumbbells logo. Love Eugene Stang. How's that? That's a nice move, right? They let me use it. Uh, Reserve Bar sent me some, uh, you know, some instructions on how to get on there. Couldn't have been more easy. I got myself a big, beautiful bottle of Patron. I love the shape of the bottle. I love the cork in that bottle. I got it in an, uh, a decorative tin. And I'm probably going to keep it for myself, but it'd be a nice gift to give somebody. I tell you what. Uh, also, you could build your, uh, your dream home bar at Reserve Bar. You just select the spirits, wine, and bubbly you love. They've also got glassware and mixing tools. Whatever you need. They got a cocktail lounge. That's your online source for inspiring new cocktail recipes and the stories behind your favorite brands. Dazzle folks with, their, with your cocktail making skills and the stories behind what went into that. Because a good a, a good bartender is always interesting. It's got good anecdotes. Reserve Bar's got you covered there. Also, I was kind of curious about these. They got ready-to-drink cocktails that taste better than ever. Um, and uh, they're pre-mixed drinks. So you order these. They're great to have on hand for outdoor events. Maybe you don't have uh, access to a blender. Uh, so you got these pre-mixed, uh, ready-to-drink cocktails. So you can take them camping or something. And, uh, you know live like a royalty, even though you're out in the woods without access to uh, a mixer. Uh, Check them out, guys. I think you'll have a good time with them. Good way to give a gift. Good way to uh, give a gift to yourself. Visit reservebar.com today and use promo code dumbbells to save $10 off your first purchase of $75 or more on spirits, wine, or pre-made cocktails. But only when you use the special offer at reservebar.com with the code dumbbells. That's reservebar.com and code dumbbells. This offer expires December 31st, 2021. So get those uh, Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate gifts in before then. I also want to talk to you guys about BetterHelp, another great sponsor for today. Now, you know by now how much Eugene and I care about you. We want you guys to be happy. We want you to live your best life. We want you to achieve all your goals We want all your wildest dreams to come true, but maybe something's stopping that. Maybe something's blocking that from happening. We want to know what the hell it is. We want to to help you get over it. We want to help you solve whatever's causing these problems. And that's not always easy. I know from personal experience, I was uh, compulsive eating for years. Didn't know what was going on. Kept stumbling. Kept feeling like I was failing. I had all these health and fitness goals I wanted to do. I didn't realize that I, uh, I needed some help. I needed, some, I needed a licensed professional therapist. And I finally came to that realization, got the help I needed. But I tell you guys, it was a long road. It was complicated. And it was much more painful than it should have been with too many stops and starts because I didn't have access to better help. Better help will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist that you can connect with in a safe and private online environment. Couldn't be more convenient. You start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not help, self-help. It is actually professional counseling done securely online. Now, I was going in person to therapist's office. I would just pick somebody. Maybe if I was lucky, I got a referral. Walk in off the street. Get in there. It was awkward. It was uncomfortable. There was a lot that weren't right for me. It would take two or three sessions to realize that. Wasted tons of money. It wasn't cheap. 
BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. It's another advantage to BetterHelp. Uh, you're getting timely, thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly or video phone sessions. You know, I would have to do it in the office there with a the person, and then I'd forget, or, you know, they would just, because you're, you're doing it right there, and you know, I didn't get my calendar out. God knows I'm forgetful. And then I'd walk out of there, I didn't remember it, and then I'd miss the appointment, and i get charged for it. Not going to happen with BetterHelp. Uh, you don't have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. You can sit in your comfortable living room, right? You're waiting to get on there with your therapist. Maybe you could stream a, a wonderful show. You get to watch what you want to watch. You don't have to watch Jenny Jones in the uh, waiting room. Wendy Williams. It's always one of those. Always one of those shows. Probably because of the time of day. <laughs> And the fact that it's on basic, you know, network TV, they have to pay for it. Uh, that'd be my guess. But regardless, you don't want to watch that. You want to watch a delicious streaming show, a streamable. You can binge before your uh, therapy session. Why not? This service is available to clients worldwide. All our listeners down under, everybody up in Canada, all you folks in South America. BetterHelp's got you covered, guys. You're going to find the particular expertise you need online. You don't have to limit yourself to the counselors located near you. Maybe you live in a swamp region. You're living out there in the swamp with swamp thing, and you got some stress, anxiety, or relationships issues. Maybe you got some sleeping issues or trauma, anger, family conflicts, grief, self-esteem, all issues that swamp thing has. He's, a, he, he's, going, to, he's going to rely on just who's available to him in the swamp? No. He needs to get better help. He can get a hotshot therapist, uh, you know, anywhere because it's online. Anything you share is confidential. That goes for you, Swamp Thing. Don't worry. Your identity is is safe with them. It's convenient. It's professional. It's affordable. You don't have to have to listen to me talk about it. You can check the testimonials they post daily on their site. Uh, I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor, betterhelp.com slash dumbbells. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash dumbbells. Do you like um, uh, waffles or do you like flapjacks? Um, I will take... I'll, I'll take a, a flapjack. I think. I think I'll take a pancake over a waffle. Yeah, I, I'm. Um, I'm in that camp. I like silver dollar. Yeah, pan- pancakes. But real talk, I'll go straight up like fucking you know like pigs in a blanket style. Like oh yeah, wrap a sausage up in a yeah because you need some savory right. Yeah, not, yeah. I can't. Uh, I can't do it. Have you ever it, been to the the griddle on Sunset? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the place is bonkers. Yeah, dude. I, I think I went there. When, I went there when I came to visit LA. I think that was yeah, one of those places where I came to places. visit, um, and it was like one of Colton Dunn's favorite places. Oh yeah, when that I makes first sense. when I first came to LA to like you know shoot something or whatever, and he was like, "Bro, we got to go to the griddle," and it was yeah. great. But it yeah, is yeah. one of those things where all of those places where it's just like they have a bunch of different maple syrups and stuff, and you know this is gonna sound. Because I'm a savory guy, I'm, I don't put any syrup on mine. You put a little butter on it, and then that's I'm I'm good. No, I, I get that. No syrup I, you, needed. You never feel great about downing a bunch of syrup ever. Yeah, <laughs> it's never like you're like, woo, I feel awesome. Let's go hike a mountain. <laughs> I went with this guy that I played football with, and we were eating. I mean, we were Corey Chestnut 
eating. Sure, 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 sure. Dipping it in water. Yeah, I mean, we're like eaters. You know, we're coming in there. We're not on the pro circuit, but I mean, we're yeah. you know, yeah. we're 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 going to town, like unhinging our jaws, like um, <laughs> like boa constrictor type sure. shit. And so we went to this griddle place, and I don't even, I couldn't make a dent in the food. Like their 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 portions are huge. Like the the um the hotcakes are the size of uh like the circumference of a giraffe hoof. I yes, mean, they are yeah. <laughs> yeah, huge. Yeah. yeah they're, I mean, they're, they're bigger than a dinner plate. I mean, huge. And, and I think they prided, pride themselves in it falling outside of your plate. Yeah, man. I mean, it's coming off the plate and like, no matter how much I ate, I couldn't, it was like when, um, God gave all that bread to Moses, you know, and all that, you know, they, they just, they, you lost me. I don't think that's a real story, bro. <laughs> Didn't he leave? They, uh, mana, right? And they sure. like, uh, it was like unlimited, never went away or something. They just, Un- they, when they unlimited. needed to eat. Yeah. That's the yeah. Olive Garden, bro. Unlimited breadsticks. <laughs> that's what that's I'm thinking not, of. That's not, that's, that's not right, a Jesus right. story. That's, that's, that's an Olive Garden of. story, yeah. dude. <laughs> well, we all have our own places where we worship. Okay. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Soup, soup and breadsticks, unlimited. You know what I mean? I hear not as good anymore as it used to be. It's fallen uh, off. Yeah. We, um, the Trish, uh, Trish liked it, right? Did the, Trish like it? The Cordero family got, um, a little, um, nostalgic and went with Quincy a, a few times. And then we had gone again. And then we realized that it was just nostalgia. <laughs> you know, like once, once Quincy started, you know, liking other types of food, we realized, oh, this is, you know, and other places had chocolate milk and crayons. He didn't, yeah. he was, he wasn't excited about it. <laughs> Not unique to the garden. Yeah. Uh, I remember going with my family. It was a crazy special occasion. I mean, it would be like a real treat to go to the garden. Sure. And that would, or that or a red, red lobster. Yeah. Or yeah. yeah or yeah. Big time. Those kind of us uh, casual, you know, chains or whatever. Sure. Yeah. What are fast casuals? Is that what they're I guess? Called? Yeah. Fast. Casual. I didn't even think of them as fast at all. When I, I thought even, this is, I thought like, this is a real, we got the pager. We're waiting for our name. Sure. There's a wait. There's always a crazy wait. I'm scouting who's getting bread before us. They, we, they got here after us. They got their bread already. Can we get more bread? I mean, I'm like a bread lawyer, like trying to get us more bread <laughs> <laughs> negotiating. I, hell, I'd eat, the, I'd eat off a stranger's table, but anyway, we, uh, we went there and I remember we would get the salad and I was like, man, this salad is actually good. And it had olives in it, which kind of blew my mind. And then sure. they would come out with a little cheese grater thing. Oh yeah. That, and they'd, um, they'd yeah. wheel it out on you. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And you're always asking for more. And one time, uh, they just, cause we kept asking for it so much. The server left it at the table and without my parents seeing, I put it in my mom's purse. Like I just, <laughs> so we, we, they stole it. <laughs> They were un, unwilling participants in a heist, and I, I got that thing, and then we had it. We used it for like years at our house. Like, oh, was, man. Uh, you'd have to get like a little piece of hard Parmesan cheese. Yeah, you would need a put, very specific cut yeah, of cheese you, you, to, to you fit could the find olive it. Burner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just bust it in. The, you know, you just make it work. You can sure. kind of just cut the edges off and get That's, it in there. That was the Stanger household thing, right? Make it work. <laughs> yeah, make it work. <laughs> I mean, hell, I stole some. I mean. <laughs> They didn't fight me too hard on it though, but yeah. They were like, good take, good take. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it just seemed so exotic. It was before like, uh, you know, before you had Bed Bath & Beyond or I don't know, wherever you could buy one of the Williams Sonoma sure, or some, sure, some shit. Yeah. It was just seemed like, man, is, you got to know somebody. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> you got to know somebody to get some. You got to know somebody. You have to know somebody who works at an Olive Garden. Yeah. Uh, do you remember the macaroni grill? I do. It 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 kind of came. It, it came to Michigan after I was already in New York, or, or or I think I think they opened up more in Michigan, closer to where I was. You know, the area that I was living, growing up. Um, so it was too far for a while that we never went. And then when I moved to New York, there was one that was pretty close and yeah. uh, to like my folks' place. But I think we went once. Yeah. Um, but it was, it seemed so classy. It did. The, they, they had like a butcher paper on the, um, yes. tables and the server would have to write their name upside down. I remember would give you olive oil for your bread to dip. Yes. And I was like, Whoa, I remember I, the one time I went, when I went home for college, we went to there and I thought it was going to be like an olive garden. And I went in a t-shirt and I felt like an asshole. <laughs> This is too nice. <laughs> what am I doing? Oh shit! They have what a am jack- I doing? A jacket for you to borrow? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what am I doing here? Um, oh, no. Oh. But I. No. I but I remember that. And, and then you know they didn't have those in New York in yeah, you know, the mean, city. Yeah. So yeah, you just go to Little Italy or something. No. Yeah. You <laughs> just go to Buca de Beppo or whatever. <laughs> no, that's a new, that was a LA thing. I think. Yeah, they, they never had them everywhere. To, I never been to a Buca de Beppo until I moved to LA. And yeah, you go to Universal, that one up there. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Yeah, I truly love it. Yeah, I remember uh, I took the wife. Uh, maybe before we were married. No, well, maybe we were married at the time. I can't remember. We went to Universal Studios, mm-hmm. uh, Buca de Beppo, and then I took her to see Van Helsing. Uh, uh, wow, and she's still with you. Yeah. <laughs> God, <laughs> you guys have been through it, bro. Big time, man. I, uh, yeah, n- tough movie to, to find something good about, but sure. um, I did, I did, I do remember I was working at this gym sports club, um, as a trainer and wall, uh, Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman mm-hmm. was uh, shooting Van Helsing. He would co- he came in like once or twice to the gym. So he's in really good shape and he had the crazy long Van Helsing hair. Yeah. And like everybody was just guys, girl, like everybody was just going nuts for him. Like he was so handsome. Like you couldn't believe it. And he'd like whip his hair out of the way and just like hitting like the peck deck. And you know, that, that dude works hard, man. Yeah. I mean, he's in crazy good shape and he was pretty new. Like I think he had maybe just done one x-men movie or something yeah, like he was yeah. the guy and then van helsing was like his other next big kind of like sure franchise uh, yeah playing van helsing fighting vampires uh gotta say yeah. though the prestige amazing oh yeah dude that's an awesome movie one of I the think, best i think about that movie all the time i think it's so i loved christian bale in it i yeah. loved i loved hugh jackman in it yeah david bowie is tesla and all Guys, that shit so good yeah, it's a crazy, and the the reveal is crazy. <sighs> what a even even rewatching it, I'm fine with the reveal. Yeah, because it's so bonkers. I'm saying bonkers a lot. Apologies yeah. to uh, Jason Manzukas. I think it's his <laughs> word. Um, Apologies to the old Disney franchise. <laughs> Wasn't it a cat that was a policeman or something? Bonkers. <laughs> I don't. I'd watch the shit out of that. Yeah. Wasn't it a um a gum that had a jelly in it. Sure. Sure. Bonkers. Yeah. 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 Was it, it was bonkers. a gum, right? It was a, it was a, I, I don't a know candy. if it was, it was a candy. I think it was, or like it was like a gummy bear type a thing. That gummy, had, but it definitely had a jelly in yeah. there. 
It's it's Bentley. one of the no. That's a gusher. I'm thinking a gusher. No, yeah, but there was a bonkers. I'm positive, and I think yeah, it was like a I think gun. what I'm thinking about is is gusher. So I'm getting it wrong. Yeah, I, I always wanted gushers, and my mom my mom was like, "You're not gonna like those." Things. Ooh, real talk. There is a Listerine. <laughs> this is how old I'm getting. Listerine has like a new kind of Altoidy thing where you chew it to um, release the mouthwash inside. Oh shit! And then you swish around the mouthwash for 30 seconds and then you just swallow it wow and i'll tell you pretty refreshing wow and it's so it's safe enough for you to swallow yeah it's like a chalky it's just like a you know it's like a altoid like a juicy altoid (laughs) (laughs) and then you just swish around the juice Hey, we got to do something here at Altoid. How about a juicy Altoid? You swish around the juice, Man. swallow it, swallow no, it. I don't, I don't like it. You know what? Then I'm taking it to Listerine. You fucks, <laughs> you blow it. Listerine will believe in me. Yeah. Hello, Listerine. <laughs> you don't know me, but you'll know me soon enough. And then you swallow it. Uh, say no more. We're on board. <laughs> You know, it's everything you guys already got, but you swallow it <laughs> on purpose. You get that terrine, you get that uh, terrine, you, you swoosh it around and you swallow that, you swallow it down. No muss, no fuss. Oh my God. What uh, are we doing? <laughs> Bonkers was a fruit candy, so it wasn't a mm-hmm. gum. Okay. Extra flavor boosted center. Was it also a Disney cartoon? Oh, yeah. So good question. Let's look up that. I think it was. It sounds familiar. I kind of remember this cat. Sure, with sure, a b- sure. little blue police officer. Little, yeah, a little uh, hat that didn't fit. <laughs> kind of looked like a, you know, look, look, look a drag queen. <laughs> you know, like what a drag queen would <laughs> yeah. wear like on a, on a uh, policeman challenge. Yeah, you're totally right. Got um, it. Bonkers. Oh, a zany bobcat. Uh, bobcat. Bobcat. Le- yeah, leaves a failing showbiz career behind to join the police department and help officers solve uh, crimes related to cartoon stars in Tinseltown. Ooh. Um, Sounds a little like Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah. Premise. Bonkers. Oh, oh this is a bummer. What? He's like, oh, just I'm just seeing this interview with the, the cat that played the part of Bonkers, and he's talking about Blue Lives Matter and stuff. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Wow, he's still around. Um, was there a TV show of a of a person who was an actor and then becomes a cop or a detective or something, or a movie? There's the Hard Way with uh, Michael J. Fox and James Woods, where he um, he's researching a part and he goes undercover. Uh huh. Um, and uh, to and James Woods is like the real detective that he right. kind of wants to play. And so he does like, uh, he tries to kind of pal, pal around with him and do a ride along, but a TV show that sounds familiar. It does sound familiar. I don't know what it would have been, but. And he actually uh, becomes a cop. Yeah. I don't know. It feels like a USA show. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like characters welcome type sitch. I definitely watched my fair share of USA. Yeah. And mostly up all up, night. Uh, mostly up all night. Yeah. Watched yeah, it sure. for the nudity, which was cut out. Sure. But yeah, but it was on the way there. So that was enough yeah. for you. Yeah, sure. Teen, like a teen romp comedy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's why you watch the original Fright Night so much. 
Yeah. yeah. I love that movie. Great. Yeah. The, you, are you talking about the Fright Night that they did in LA where they would have scary movies and then there was the- Oh, no, no. The movie Fright the Night. The movie Fright Night. Yes. Yeah. I love that movie. Where they redid it with- um, uh, Colin Farrell. Name? Colin Farrell. Yeah. I didn't see- Was that good? I don't know. I didn't see it. The like original him. was like, you know, basically the vampire next door, right? That, yeah. Like, that's the premise. Yeah. I love that Very movie. Very cool. Yeah. I was just um, thinking about Elvira recently because oh, yeah. she's, she's got a book coming out. Yeah. Um, and I was, I've always been a fan. My sister a, and I used to watch her show in LA. We'd come visit my grandma and we'd watch, she hosted a horror, oh, like a local cool. channel. But then she did a movie and we loved her movie too. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She like, uh, in her book, it's like she's been in a relationship with a woman for like 19 years or something, right? Yeah. She met the woman at Gold's Gym. Ooh. Yeah. The yes. one at, the one in Hollywood? I don't know. I want to, I'm, I'm going to read her book to find out. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I got to know. I am an Elvira fan. Um, Cassandra Peterson the, is the actor that played her. She mm-hmm. was a groundling and she did a Valley girl char- character at the groundlings and she kind of based Elvira off that character. So good. I mean, she did, you know, she obviously did like a Morticia Adams thing or whatever, but yeah, she, but, but she did it like comically, which man, she had groundlings. Groundlings were able to get like an Elvira, a Pee Wee Herman. I know right? icons icons who yeah. just play their characters as like people. Yes. Amazing. Just crushing it, just honing these characters. And God. then a lot of like the real iconic ones to overuse the word that went to SNL were sure. started as groundlings, you know? Yeah. Um, just what a talent. talent did you ever do, did you ever do groundlings? No, 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 no. Um, I, I think I was so deep into what I was already doing. And, and when I moved to LA, I was so focused on like really hitting like the acting, acting stuff. Not, yeah. you know, like that, um, getting involved with more comedy wasn't necessarily what right. I was looking so it would to be do. More of the same for you. Which or, you already or done. Even, even though it was different, I think it was just like creating, character stuff or like focusing on sketch or character work wasn't necessarily my, I wasn't looking to do more sketch shows or, you know, like to get on to, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Similar in the sense that I, I mean, I didn't even think to do UCB or anything till I was close to 30 anyway. So I was already like way old for not old, but that's old for when people go into doing that. Yeah stuff. And I remember I, uh, I went to see some shows at UCB and I went to groundlings, which was amazing. Like so funny, but I remember they were like all wearing like wigs and shit. And I was just like, <laughs> I'm too fucking old to wear. I can't wear, be tugging a wig down and sure doing like little, you know, props and stuff. I liked the UCB cause it was, you yeah. just made it up. You know, you just, meanwhile, pretended. then, you know, some of the things that I've had to do the most has been wig stuff and yeah, all that. And I'm just same. like, of yeah. course. Yeah. Yeah. Funnier die. So, and all that yeah. Shit. But you know, um, yeah, there's so many talented people in LA. It's just like seeing them in every different way is fucking cool. Uh, and elsewhere. Hey, we're not, I'm not, I'm not hating on anybody in New York or anywhere else in the country that, you know, are yeah. pursuing it wherever they're pursuing it. But man, I think LA just gets a lot of them because there's industry out here sure. or at least there's the start yeah, you know, you end up going somewhere else to shoot, but you usually kind of like it begins here and then gets branched out. So a lot of people just come here. So it's just got a a, a high concentration of people trying out here. Yeah, it seems like. Uh, but yeah, so gyms, Elvira, Groundlings, 
LA. <laughs> yeah. The huge. The um, huge. But, but uh, let's answer a couple of um, yeah. cues. Okay. This one came to us uh, from our Gmail, which you can reach us at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. You got a question for us that's maybe too long for our social media at the dumbbells. You can find us at Ask the Dumbbells. We'd love to hear from you. This is coming to us from Big Zach. Um, okay. Hey, guys. Uh, I've been a, um, it says, question for the hunks. Oui. Um, I've always been a somewhat skinny guy who loves lifting and running. After a serious case of runner's knee combined with the pandemic, I recently got pretty skinny fat, uh, especially in the love handles area. I'm talking... Uh, we're, I'm talking weirdly huge love handles compared to my torso. The past few months, I've been losing the weight with the goal of once the love handles are gone, hitting a gain cycle hard. However, it's overwhelming looking ahead at creatine and uh, BCAA usage, branched-chain amino acid, mm-hmm. acid usage. Uh, mixing and running for cardio health and endurance and gaining muscle without putting those love handles back on. What do you find is the best mix for adding lean muscle I've been maintaining a schedule of five by five, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and running Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Thanks so much, Zach. Wow. Um, what would you say, Stanger? I mean, you know, like, um, you know, we, we bring up, um, you know, spot reduction type stuff, um, where you put the weight on is the last place you're going to lose it type things all the time. Um, and, uh, when it comes to strength training, it's like, you know, you want to try to do as clean of a bulk as you can, or, you know, strength cycle as you can. And that really just means that you're locked into your nutrition other than the supplements you are going to take that are just meant to supplement what you're already doing correctly. So that being said, you know, um, the best time to start the strength cycle is probably now. Um, yeah, you know, uh, if you're already in a five by five, you're already running. That means that your, your body's already, um, training, you're already training and, uh, and now you just need to start building those muscles up. So do it now. The more that muscle you build, the, the, um, the quicker, uh, those love handles and any other kind of fat, like your, um, your, your, your body fat percentage will go down uh, with the increase of muscle mass. So, you know, I would just try my hardest or your hardest to keep your nutrition lean so that you are gaining uh, mainly muscle rather than just overall weight. Yeah, I agree with you, Gene. I think in just kind of, Zach, when I'm able to glean from your question and how you worded things, we all, and we're all kind of, fall victim to this is people will look at it really linear to where it's like, okay, I've uh, screwed up my body composition and I have more fat than I want. So I will lose all this fat and then I will start gaining muscle and your body just doesn't work that way. Yeah. You can, you can build muscle while you're losing fat, you know, at, at the same time. Um, it's especially you and how you're describing yourself as being like a leaner guy, like a skinny guy. You know, sometimes if people are saying like, oh, I, um, I want to, uh, 
I want to put a ton of muscle on and I want to like lean way out and get shredded. You know, that can be a little dicey when you're looking at like how fine tuned somebody's talking about. Mm -hmm. But if you're like, look, I just want to improve my body composition and lose these love handles. I'm with Eugene. Just start the, start the gain cycle right now. And if you're, if you're systematic about it and it's predominantly like lean protein, um, and just those supplements, which you listed, which are, you know, non-caloric, uh, yeah. you're not going to, you're not going to put a bunch of extra body fat on mm-hmm. and it won't slow down. It like Eugene said, it'll, you know, it'll expedite your fat loss. Um, so I would just be systematic though, write down what you're doing. And, um, if it's not working or you feel like you're, you know, putting body fat on, then you can just uh, adjust. You can always pull that stuff away. I mean, your yeah. activity, you know, your activity is going to stay the same. You know, the variable is going to be your food and calories. So just make sure that you're, you're, you know, you're focused on when you do start taking the branch chain amino acids and the creatine that you're just doing it as like a long haul thing rather than a, you know, uh, meaning you're staying on it for a while. So you don't need to do a, like a, a, you don't have to stack it at the top or do kind of a, a loading phase. I think of creatine, I think, uh, for the most part, that's kind of been washed away. Yeah. Uh, where Get on there just, for, for no less than two months. Yeah. And then you just, you just start taking it. You don't, yeah. you don't, you don't, um, you know, take it a bunch at first. You just, you take, uh, the, uh, the daily amount of both and, you know, just see how it affects your workouts. Yeah. But good for you, dude, for yeah. getting back into it. I can yeah, get at it. Pandemic. Pandemies. Um, and it sounds Pandemi like a good- Pandemic more. <laughs> Pandemic more. Oh. Demi. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. Pandemic God, of course. Maui. <laughs> Uh, hell yeah. Gotta get a hell yeah. <laughs> Terramata, baby. Terramata, number one song. Thank you, Rock Nation, for making that the number one song downloaded on Tuesdays. He's also, always going to find some metric that it's number one, you know? Number one on Tuesdays. I had COVID and my family had COVID. Terramata, baby. Hell yeah. I got a big cheat night going on. Got myself some flapjacks. All natural peanut butter, banana, 12 dozen Dunkin' Donuts. By the way, whole family got COVID. Daughter can't smell, taste right now. Trusted family friend gave the whole family COVID. Hell yeah. Skyscraper 2 got the team together. We're working on Skyscraper 2. It's looking good, y'all. Make sure you check out Jungle Cruise, but don't you dare go on the Emily Blunt side of the Also, just so you folks know, Delta variant, full Johnson family got COVID. Now the dominant variant in Los Angeles County. Oh, ripped, through the, ripped through the Johnson household. Hobbs is dead. Oh, boy. Ah. Uh. Uh, in case you don't know, that's a couple episodes back. Eugene and I were talking about a uh, a rock Instagram post to where he sandwiched his entire family getting COVID in between his normal kind of yeah rock you know daily affirmations and and, and like and a little promo of Zola or or Terramana or Terramana something, yeah. yeah it was amazing and his whole family got it and he said he got it from a family friend. <laughs> <laughs> and it was done in the way that only the rock can, you know, it's ah, like he was cutting, it was like he was cutting a wrestling promo. Yeah. He's talking about getting COVID. <laughs> Unbelievable. I guess if there's a way to do it, you know, he did it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He did it. He did it right. Um, yeah. I hope he runs for president. Sure. Him versus Manny Pacquiao in the Philippines. <laughs> 
what do we got there, Stangs? Uh, personal trainer etiquette question. Ooh, uh, okay. C- coming to us from Nathan. Hi, dumbbells. Uh, during the last 18 months, this is also coming to us from our ask the dumbbells at gmail.com. Ooh. Uh, during the last 18 months, I gained 35 pounds, uh, mm-hmm. after discontinuing, uh, uh, Brazilian style jujitsu, um, over COVID concerns in, uh, he's saying BJJ. That's sure. Yeah. Brazilian jujitsu. Yep. Yeah. Uh, COVID concerns in March, 2020. I've had trouble getting motivated to do other forms of exercise as nothing else has been as fun. Uh, Eugene's 15 minute routine was key in getting me off my ass. Last month I signed up with a personal trainer. The facility we work in is only for people working with uh, freelance personal trainers. I love my trainer style and we're able to schedule times when the gym is empty. There's no contact uh, there's, oh, sorry. There's no contract. I've canceled on him twice on the day of the appointment. I paid him for the appointment because it's the right thing to do. Last week, he canceled on me as I was getting to the gym and waiting for him. The gym does not allow people to work out on their own. You have to be with a trainer, which means I had to pack up and leave. When I saw him a few days later for a session, there was no mention of making good or doing extra time. Is there stand, is this standard trainer practice? I understand this is a tough racket and money can be tight. Uh, should I bring this up or let it go? Thank you for the podcast, Nathan. Uh, I mean, I, I think the guy should, you should definitely not have to pay the guy for the training session, right? Is that what? Well, what do you mean? Uh, he, I mean, it, he didn't have to pay for the day that the trainer canceled. Yeah. But he was saying, you know, uh, the trainer after he canceled never mentioned it the next session or anything, you know, for canceling last minute. Yeah. I mean, he's so what I, so do you think he had to pay for that session or not? I don't think he did. Okay. Cause he's saying, um, the gym does not allow people to work up on their own. You have to be with the trainer. Uh, when I saw him a few days later for a session, there was no mention of making good or doing extra time. Right. So you mean like to make up for me bailing the next yes. one's on me type thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bailing the next one's on me or bailing and, hey, sorry, that was last minute. Why don't we do a little extra thing today? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I would do. I would probably do something like that. Yeah. Um, I think that's a tough thing. I think that's a personal thing. Yeah. And he's your personal trainer, so I feel like you should bring it up if that's what you wanted out of it. Yeah. Um, and you know, if it turns out that it was, you know, Hey, part of it is I can cancel on you and you know, there's, there's, um, no repercussions, but if you cancel on me, you have to pay for a session type thing. Or, you know, is it a mentality of if I cancel on you, you don't get paid. If you cancel on me, you know, we don't talk about it type thing. Um, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. With my clients, I have like uh, a medical, you know, so like everybody's allowed two medicals a year or one medical a year. And that's where uh, you can just for no reason (laughs) cancel at the last minute and not be dinged. 
Yeah. Um, you know, and so it's like whatever you want to use it for, you've got one of those. And obviously if somebody's legitimately sick, then I'm not going to charge, I'm not going to yeah. make them pay or whatever. Um, and there'd be understanding of me, but we have one where it's just like, yeah, dude, you can have a fucking, you're hung over, whatever it is. You can, you can get a medical and, but I'm, I'm like, I'm in it with him as a trainer. So if I fuck up and miss, I'll usually do something for them. And, yeah. uh, and I, I don't think it's unfair to ask this guy. I don't think say, so either. And you could, you kind of look at it. If the guy never literally never misses or never messes up and this is one time, then maybe you don't bring it up. But if it happens again, for sure, I think you can see, yes. and you Absolutely. just have to like lay it out there and get it in place. And so if people are looking to sign up with a trainer and you're, you know, it's not at a gym where there's no kind of company policy in place, it is important to have discussions about all this stuff. So it's completely on the table. It doesn't have necessarily have to be a contract, but you know, it's like, Hey, 24 hour cancellation policy. If you miss this happens, if I miss this happens and whatever, that way it's out in the open and there's no resentment or, yeah. you know, uncomfortable. Is this guy not going to make good on this or what do we do here? Yeah. But I don't know if that answered your question. Nathan. I think it does. I mean, cause you know, at the very least it's like, Hey, sorry, I missed. Here's something you can do at home, possibly before we work out again. And right. And I'll also make it up for you in another way, but blah, blah, blah. Sorry about the cancellation type situation. Uh, uh, or, or just at least a, an open dialogue about it. The fact that it was never brought up at all. And, yes. you know, is, is something that maybe if it's weighing on you and it affects how you, interact with this person, then yeah. I mean, you ultimately also have to realize that, you know, this is for your health. Um, when you hire a personal trainer, it's, and it's also your money. Yeah. So it's like, if you're not happy, like just, you know, um, in any aspect of it, then be vocal about it and figure out if that's going to be an actual problem. I don't even know if, if it's if weighing on you and you, you don't want to wait until the next time, then bring it up as soon as you can. Yeah. Yeah. Eugene, that's, it's right. It's about you. It's not about them. So yeah, you know, get every air, everything out, get it out in the open mm -hmm. and talk about it and get what you want out of this. Yeah. I mean, at the very least, the guy should have had like a, a blow up doll in trainer clothes so sure. that you could, yeah. that would just kind of like, you could just set up by you so that you could work out in the gym. Or like, you know, give you a card or something where they're like, oh, you can't work out in here unless you have a trainer. And you say, I am a trainer. Right. Yeah. He could give you fraudulent credentials. Sure. At the very least. At the very least. The very, very least. At like the bare minimum. Yeah. Some it's fake. Like, yeah. Like in, fake. Yeah. In court, you're representing yourself. Yeah. Like at least a badge, like some kind of badge sure. where you could just kind of flip, if, you know, throw it out there and then put it yeah. back in your, all right. Well, uh, around your neck. Very good. Have a great workout, Officer Bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> or however we talked, I'm assuming sure. it's something like that. Yeah, that had to be right. You you booked it. They're bringing it back. Remember, blue lives matter. <laughs> oh, boy, bonkers. <laughs> they ended up, re <laughs> ended up every episode with ugh, bonkers. Um, that crazy racist bobcat. Oh boy. Uh, let's answer one more, huh? Shooting unarmed teens. Hey, uh, hey, 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 stop being real. <laughs> well, I, hey, man, it, Bonkers was copaganda. It was. You're right. Okay, let's see. What so else? was Cop Rock. <laughs> I want to see that. Yeah. I heard it's good.
There's there's criminals in that too, right? It's not just sure. the cops. Yeah. Real good dancers. Um the criminals, I mean. The cops not so good. Good singers. But you had to break them up somehow, you know. Dancers are the criminals. Singers are the cops. Made it it made it more fun. More um easy to identify with who you were. If you're a better dancer than in life, you're probably a criminal. Real talk. If you're a good singer, then you're probably a cop. Real talk. <laughs> Logic. Here's, a, I mean, here's just like a nice email. Yo. Um, Scott Tamil, who we know. I love Scott. Yeah. yeah. Should we read this from Scott? Yeah. Uh, hi, Dumbbells. Long time listener since day one, podcast mm-hmm. one. Been meaning to write this for a while now and just kept forgetting, but wanted to offer a possible art- alternative to the Peloton or any other stationary bike. Ooh, I like this. Uh, back in 2019, early 2020, I was starting to do spin classes that were offered at my gym and was beginning to really get into them. However, when the pandemic hit, even with the idea of guided video courses run by Peloton trainers, I was worried about being able to stay motivated compared to having a teacher in a classroom yelling at the class to stay focused or ramp up speed or resistance. I also had a bit of a sticker shock and was worried about spending that much money. Sure. Yes, Pelotons are not cheap. Uh, jumped to late last year, put my name down on a wait list for a Concept 2 rower. Ooh. Took a couple of months, but the time finally came and I was able to have one delivered to my doorstep. While the thing is a bit longer in footprint than a stationary bike, you can easily break it down into two pieces and it can be resting. It can be rested standing straight up. So it takes up very little room right now. Rowers from concept two are in stock and are $900. I wanted to say that this thing has definitely helped me keep sane during the past year. The thing I'm really enjoying about the rower is that it's low impact and does provide some light resistance training as well. There's a push and pull element of each stroke. And while you're not going to get huge off rowing alone, I do feel stronger than I did before. On top of that, it's great, a great cardio machine and it really gives you as much as you put into it. Um, so you can go, you can do longer leisurely rowing sessions or really push for new PRs on 500 meter sprints. Plus there are a ton of guided workouts on YouTube. You can throw up if you want video guidance. I know this sounds like a commercial for the concept Two rower, but I really, really, really have fallen in love with this machine. And it's been a great thing to have in my apartment the past year. I could throw on a movie or a show and just kind of zone out and get a rhythm rowing, uh, while I watch something. The rower offers a bit more of a full body workout than a stationary bike. And for me, it's really just clicked again. I know this machine isn't for everybody, but I really love having it. And if you're a bit more budget conscious, the thing is half the cost of a Peloton bike and they hold their resale value super well because they're built like a tank and have great customer service. Thanks for all the great information and entertainment over the years. I don't think I've laughed harder the past few months then the Chris Kula episode where you guys talked about the rocks COVID announcement <laughs> smashed between tequila ads. <laughs> well, I honestly didn't know that that's how this ended. That's Hilarious. funny as hell. Uh, Scott, we know Scott great email. I mean, Eugene, you're a, uh, a longtime supporter of the concept Two row. I am. I'm uh, so Have you much gotten so one yet. No, so much so that I was pitching for them to give me one. Yeah. We were trying for that for so long. Um, and and, you know, they, they've gone down to about 900 bucks and there's some, there's some that are, um, comparable, comparable to them. Um, 
uh, that are uh, somewhere around 600, 700 bucks. So it's, it's, it's a good, it's a good thing. It's Com- a, a rower. Comparable. Comparable. Wah! Comparable. Polly want a rower. <laughs> <laughs> but they, uh, but a rowing machine, I love it. I, I truly do. Um, it is definitely a full body exercise, uh, cardio machine. You can, run your sprints on it. The resistance on it is truly what Scott's saying. Like, you know, um, uh, based on what you're pulling and there's also, uh, on, on the concept too, there's a resistance like uh switch on it from one to 10 and the 10 is, is pretty intense. So you, you could really, really, um, do like a, uh, like a hit workout on it. Um, you know, you can do a Tabata on it where you're doing 20 seconds on 10 minute, 10 second rest, and you can really kill your legs, um, and your upper body because it's a row. So, you know, it's, it's a push, uh, off your legs into a pull with your arms. So, um, so it's, it's a nice smooth motion. Uh, and it was used, you know, a, a lot of, um, rowers, college rowers would, would use it as their, um, training machine when they were not out on the water. Um, and, uh, it became a big, um, staple for CrossFit workouts and other cardio workouts and, and a, and a huge one as far as warmups. I, I think it was how Olivia Jade got into USC, right? Wasn't she <laughs> photographed on a, <laughs> a, on a concept? concept too? Yeah, I think yeah. so. To show that she rode crew or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, um, I, I love it as my warm up. I wish I had one at home. Um, the water rower I think is also like $1,200 or $1,100. Um, but, uh, all, all of them, just the workout itself is so awesome. Um, the only thing that, that, the the reason that I didn't get one over the pandemic is yeah there was definitely a weight on it and then also it wasn't something that the whole household here would yeah. use yeah um, and I think I had enough in my garage that is just for me um, that I I just didn't you know I just didn't do it yet um, have you thought of p- putting a lake in and just rowing a real boat on the lake or no, uh, I've not thought about a lake. I have thought about a moat, a moat, uh, <laughs> concrete like, pond, you know, and, uh, and putting it around my whole house and put some alligators in it and then get a drawbridge. But that's not for me to row. That's just for safety, for safety. That's smart. Yeah. Keep the bad people out. Keep the good people in. Yeah. 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 The Beverly Hillbillies, to- uh, had a cement pond. Which oh was right! Like what they called a pool. <laughs> they didn't know what I mean, money. They didn't know what money and stuff sure. was. So they yeah, I got say, it. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. And then they all became cops. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, uh, I, 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 I still dream of you know. I mean, I dream of not having anybody park in our garage, and I can just turn that into <laughs> its own room. But that's not going to be a thing. Uh, we we need a different house. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I am. Uh, I haven't really. I love them, and I kind of yes. play around with them, but I haven't ever built workouts around them. But I kind of like to try. Scott, you've sold me on them. Scott sold me on them. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that'd be cool to have one because it is. It is one of those things where you could do it as a full workout, and and I'm sure there's some great ones out there if that's your your piece of equipment. But it is also one of those great 
like it's a fantastic um, cardio machine to have in your house because you can flip it up. You can break it down into two pieces, a concept two especially. Um, and it's, it's rather light when it's just like flipping it up to, you know, to take up less space. But it's one of those things where unlike like the Airdyne bike that I have, like one of those air assault bikes that I have, and even a Peloton, it's like with the Peloton, you got to clip in, you got to do this thing. Like with the rower, it's like you strap in, you do a 500 meter, you can get off of it and then do some calisthenics. You can do some squats and pushups, you know, pull-ups, do all of that kind yeah. of stuff, do some barbell stuff, do some uh, dumbbell stuff, and then get back on it. And it could be instead of going on like a 400 meter run or a quick run, it's right. like, you, you can, can really use truly it. incorporate into a circuit. Oh man, so without, so so well without breaking your stride at all. Without just, breaking your stride, yeah, yeah, you're just like the for you to just like strap in your feet is the longest and a, such a short break for you to just get to it, and the resistance is right there immediately, so it's not yeah. like your heart rate ever has to go down. So it is awesome. Uh, you can also do these things, which I I love doing, especially on the concept two is um, you you do like the jackknife planks where you put your feet on it because it's like the seat moves yeah. back and forth. So you put your feet where the, the seat is and then you pull your feet close so you're in like a pike position. Oh, neat. So it's like a, 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 like a great ab workout. And it's just like, you know, just one of the things that you use or you can just do hopovers. Oh, you yeah. know, on each side of it, like there's just, it, it surprisingly is versatile for, um, for home use. So, um, yeah, I mean, if anything, this is just making me want to get one and spend more things. Eugene is, um, rubbing his hands together. Like he's over I a fiver, fire and he's licking his lips. I am. I am. I also just got a cat to pet <laughs> and I'm doing that. So now I'm like an evil genius. <laughs> Um, uh, Scott, thank you for that. Uh, yeah, I agree. Dude. Um, I am, I'm on board. I'm, I almost want to knock this Peloton next to me over just so I can get that. <laughs> uh, well, we should, we've gone too long. Yeah. We'll end this tonight. Um, we need to talk about, uh, Cody Rigsby and the mirror yes. ball and the, his oh quest gosh. for the mirror ball. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more probably next ep, just so that we have a couple of episodes of that show in so we can see if he got some of the nerves out. True that. So, yeah, but, I'm gonna, I, uh, I got and I got to catch up because Eugene had to fill me in on what happened. But yeah, I'm but so nervous solid. for him. Like, I want him to do good. I know. I know. And such it's a like, great instructor and such a, you know. It's so funny. If his talent comes through, yeah. but he was a little stiff. You said he was a little but nervous. But it's funny because it is one of those things where there's a lot of pressure on him because it should be in his wheelhouse because he was a dancer and now yeah. he's like, you know, athletic and everything. So it's it's tough. I mean, you know, it's hard to be the favorite in these things. A lot of the time though, Dancing with the Stars favorites are like Disney yeah. kids yeah. because they're so used to singing and dancing or I think there's like Broadway people in this too, you yeah, know, so that's like, tough, you know, and yeah. like these Disney shows, you don't know what the fuck it is. It's like they were, they did 10 seasons of dog with a blog and you're like, what? yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like the most talented people in the world. Unbelievable. <laughs> Years of dance and vocal training and everything. Shout out to the dog with a blog, man. What a great show. <laughs> um, 
yeah. So um, if you want to hit us up, ask us any more questions, you can do so um, on social media at the Dumbbells. Uh, or if you want to email us like everybody did today, which we also love, that's askthedumbbells at gmail.com. And on behalf of myself and Eugene Cordero, we're the Dumbbells and uh, Scott Tamil. The wonderful yeah. contribution to the show today. Uh, we'd like to remind everybody that's out there listening to Train Dirty. Eat clean. And live in between. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>